Recording. And how. And how. So, how are you, baby? I'm good. How are you? You have, you're looking at me with a cheeky smile. I don't know why. I just I just realized, I don't think I necessarily, necessarily said the phrase, bebe, oh. on a podcast with you before. Um, which is, for people who don't know, is kind of our... Term of endearment. Term of endearment for each other. It's spelled B-E-H-B-E-H. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just, yeah, I don't think I've said it. Uh, for other people to hear. Oh, I kind of think maybe I have, but... You may have. Um, so yeah, this is a, a Fever Talk, for those who don't know. Fever uh, Talk! Fever Talk! Which is our unofficial uh, theme tune. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm Aaron Fever. And I'm Darcy Donnellan Pool Fever. Yeah, the surname that changes every time she says it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're a married couple. I'm from Dublin. She's from New York. Long Island, New York. Long Island. Uh, do, you, do you feel like you have to clarify that it's Long Island? Otherwise, it's like almost inaccurate. Well, yeah, because... Well, here's the, here's the funny thing. So a lot of times when you say you're from New York... People will be like, oh, the city or the state. And I'm kind of like, neither. I'm from Long Island. Because I'm well, not... you're from the state of New York. Well, yes. But I don't want people thinking I'm from, like, upstate New York. Why? What's wrong? What are people from upstate New York like? Well, they're just... They're not from Long Island. <laughs> what, is it, what, is it, what are the differences between well, upstate New Yorkers and, and Long Islanders? Well, it's just... I don't know. It's like they... It, like, quite upstate New York is quite rural, Mm. And it was totally different. I mean, you get up further, far enough up there, you know, you're touching Canada. And <laughs> that's, that's, you are, and like, that's not it's my scene. It's another way that made me laugh, but it did. <laughs> you're you're like, touching Canada. Like, with consent, of course. <laughs> you know, but. But uh, that's not my scene at all, man. So I wouldn't want anyone to get it twisted and think that it was. That's not your scene. Like, so you just don't like rural areas? No, no, no. I, that's just not where I'm from. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> That's just not my scene, man. Touching Canada. Yeah. That's not my bad. Touch no Canada. So so yeah, like it is important. It's just because yeah, I guess there's a matter of accuracy there. Like you wouldn't tell someone you were from Europe, you know. So like I need to say I'm from Long Island, and I mean, it is it is comparable because it's really not. It, it is though because population wise, Long Island has a larger population from Ireland, so it's actually less accurate. To say you're from, like you're you're honing in on like a, um, on a larger population. But this is like saying you're from America. Right. I don't say. I would never say I'm from America. Like well, I would. I mean, that's always, weird like, to me that you wouldn't. But if someone <laughs> asked me where I was from, I wouldn't be like America. Yeah. Sure. I no. I I would always. I would say I'm from New York. Okay. And then if they wanted to get more specific, then I would say Long Island. But if I was in America, I would say I was from Long Island. See, I would say I'm from Ireland. Like yeah. I would, be, I would feel comfortable saying I'm from but Ireland. But remember, me. right? But there are less people in Ireland than on Long Island. Plus, people's got nothing to do with it. It does because you're. It's like it's a honing in. It's like telling what what population you're from. So it's about mm. specificity. Because yeah, but... countries aren't really comparable the way we think countries are. Because countries are, 
are so, like, vary so much in size. But, like, okay, Italy has a huge population. Mm -hmm. And if someone said they're from Italy, I'd be like, cool. And I might follow up with whereabouts. Yeah. But, like, I don't feel that they were like, oh, they didn't really tell me where they're from. Oh, no. Because, like, there's, like, 20 million people in, like, Rome or whatever. Like, are they they from Rome? I don't know. Are they from Madrid? Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying for me to say where I'm from. Like, I don't mind other people say like, naming the country. And I think it, it makes sense a lot of times because especially if you're from somewhere people wouldn't have heard of. But first of all, like, everyone's heard of New York. So, and just saying I'm from America, it just seems really, like, not enough information. It's like, um, I'm from planet Earth. Like, it just doesn't seem like... Do you say America or the United States? Um, it depends. Because I've not, so... Oh, yeah, no, I would be careful. I, yeah, I say I'm American, but... Yeah, which is true, so... Well, I mean, you can say America. America is a country. Yeah, but people, I know that sometimes people from Latin America and South America don't like it when people from the U.S. act like the, like the, like America and U.S. are synonymous because like South America and Latin America are also America. Yeah, but there's South America and Latin America. Yeah. You're from the United States of America. America. Like I'm from, I'm from the Republic of Ireland, but I don't feel the need to have to say the Republic of Ireland (laughs) because people from Northern Ireland might get upset. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. One of my friends is Becky actually Becky was always like you have to say the US like you can't just say America because it's not accurate like you have to say the US which is funny because I, I she's the one I can imagine most just standing in a bar still screaming this is America <laughs> we we're free no she would say this is the USA okay we're free. and then probably chant that have... over again <laughs> USA <laughs> USA except she doesn't have that accent at all and if you're listening hey, listen, Becky all Americans sound like this <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And if you're listening, Becky, you know, we I appreciate your patriotism. Okay, I want you to give me a state and I'll do I'll do the accent of that state. Okay. Um Rhode Island. Rhode Island. <laughs> I'm from Rhode Island. <laughs> and what we do around here is be Rhode Islanders. That's that's how they sound. Can I give you another? Yeah, please do. Please okay. Do. Um Vermont. Vermont, okay. Little different. Yeah. Uh, let's see if you notice it. Okay. I'm from Vermont, <laughs> and we all like to Vermont around here. That's very true. It's so, true. so, but did you notice how the the difference in tones that I had there? Yeah. It was, I I it was it it's it's not noticeable to the to, to, to the, the naked the, ear to, to the untrained ear. <laughs> but my but, ear has a lot of clothes on it. Yeah. So, oh, can I give you one more? Okay. Okay. Um, I just want to see. How good you are at this? Because so far, so good. Right. So I, I mean, just want to see if you can. I, I've I don't got know. These are the right. two states you've been practicing, and you just I got mean, really lucky. I could, yeah, this I is don't true. know. This is true. So, New Mexico. New Mexico. Not to be confused with Old Mexico. The new. Okay. I want the new one, okay. not the old one. Okay. Please. Right. Which is a state I'm not very familiar with. Okay. But because uh, clearly you're very familiar with Rhode Island and Vermont. Clearly, you've studied or. I mean, I wouldn't say like I've got a degree, but I've definitely got a certificate. <laughs> okay. In Vermont and Rhode Island, <laughs> uh, but I haven't even attended the class for New Mexico. Okay, so we'll see. But how it goes. I think I've got a. Okay. Shot in the dark. I'm from New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> and here in New Mexico, we like to be New Mexicans. <laughs> so, I mean, I have to admit, it sounded a lot like my Vermont. <laughs> 
but you know, I just, I just, you know, I, but it was my first go. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Yeah, I think so. I think I nailed it. And your posture as well when you were saying people it, like, didn't people get to see that at see home. This, but that I saw that and I was like, that's a New Mexican man yeah, right there. Yeah. I was almost like, wait, is he actually New Mexican yeah. and faking the Irish? Because the Irish doesn't always sound quite Irish, but the New Mexican was like on point. So for those who couldn't tell what movement I was doing, I basically my posture got better. Yeah, much better. I put one hand on my chest. Yeah. And I use the other hand to basically roll in the air. Because <laughs> that's what they do. As if I was wafting a smell towards me. Because <laughs> that's what they do. That's how they talk in New Mexico. It is. It is what, it's what they do. Because it's New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And you know what new money's like. That's what, yeah. That's what so old they Mexico. Yeah, they put, like, they're trying too hard. Yeah. Old Mexico, they don't even have to try. They were born, like, seventh generation Mexico. Yeah. But New Mexico, they're trying to, like, keep up with the Joneses. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, good job. Thank you, thank you. But, yeah, no, the reason why I asked the United States versus America thing is that, so, like, uh, since our last podcast, I started my new job. Yay! And it's very tourist-heavy. It's a very, like, tourist destination. And so I've talked to, and we like most of like 60% of our visitors are, are American mm-hmm. and you know, we sell whiskey and they want to know, can they ship whiskey to the United States? Mm. But the United States has a law against shipping alcohol to it. Boo. Yeah. They're, they're, they've made it illegal to ship alcohol to them. So we're not allowed why. to. Uh, probably because they're boring. Mm. That's right, I said it. Um, but yeah, uh, so oh, I... Oh, you b- think Americans are boring, baby? No, this is the government. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I find that, like, I change up how I say, like, are you from America or are you from the United States? Ah, okay. I um, probably change up what, what I say, too. Yeah, but I feel like the United States, I've been saying more, I've been leaning into... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I prefer that as well. It does. It feels. It feels more uh, more accurate. I don't know. Or even like you guys say a lot. The states, like just like the states. But the state, you know, United States of what? They could be United States of Tara, which was a TV show on Showtime starring Tony Collette. And like so, they could be like, like I know you, I know you from somewhere. Which she's from Australia. Yeah. So you know, there's all levels of irony there. Yeah. Probably not irony, but. Connection. Con- uh, coinc- not coincidence. What's the opposite of coincidence? The opposite of coincidence. Like. Like things just happening. <laughs> well, like the like it's happening despite. Like it's 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 not the it's not what you would expect to happen. I think that would be irony. Yeah. No, I don't know. No, that's not, that's no. definitely not irony. No, it is. I, irony no. has a broad definition. That no. would be irony. Actually, irony really doesn't. People use it in a broad definition, but actually it doesn't have a broad definition. Ir- irony is... Uh, yeah, you're going you're gonna to Google irony? All right, do it. Uh, before, you, before you read it out, mm-hmm. here's my definition of irony. Okay. It's, it's almost like wordplay. In the sense of, like, the thing that you're expecting to happen happens in a way that reminds you of something else. 
Hmm, can you give an example of that? No, because I just explained that really badly. <laughs> but, um... No, 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 I think like, so, has a broad definition. No, because you take, for example, uh, Alanis Morissette's stupid song. Right. That isn't ironic. Right. So, she says, like, you have 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. That is not ironic. Okay. Okay, right. but what would be ironic is that if you went to a... Wait, wait, wait. Because can I read... Okay, finish. Is if you went to, say, for example, a knife fair. Yeah. And you couldn't find a knife mm-hmm. to cut your steak. So you're at a knife fair. So you're at a place where you're expecting to find a knife. Mm-hmm. It's the probably the most knives in one place in the world. Right. But right there and then you can't find a knife. That's ironic. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, okay. So here's one of the definitions of irony. So... A state of affairs or an event that seems deliberately, yeah, okay, but I guess that's what, that seems deliberately contrary to what one expects. Yes. So it has to be contrary to what you expect. Yeah, it has to be contrary to what you expect. Now, finding 10 thousand spoons when you need a knife, that's like inconvenience. Yeah, because you're not expecting a knife. No, but that's, but that, yeah, that's, that's what you said was not irony, but that's what what is irony. That's what you just said like was not irony was something unex. But I guess it has to be more than unexpected. It has to be, but it has to be unexpected. The opposite to of specifically to this situation. Yeah. Like it's unexpected if like uh, a dog jumped through the window, but it wouldn't be ironic. No, no, that a job no. Dog, but if I was at like a dog prison and a dog jumped in through the window, yeah, that would be ironic because right. you'd expect a dog to try and jump out. Right. So yeah, it has to be very specific to the situation. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm glad. I, I hope everybody enjoyed that lesson <laughs> on what the word irony is. But we learned a lot along the way. Uh, but yeah, so I've been I've been readjusting to like this new job. How have you been readjusting to me being in this new job? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think well. Like, I don't know. I I think. Have you found this has been a big difference to you or your life? Me having no, this job. No, I don't feel like it's been a big difference to my life. Okay. No. Because you were kind of expecting, like, not to see me all that much, and, you know, it hasn't really worked out that way so far. No, it hasn't, and I think that's, like, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fine, it's good. Okay. Yeah. But, but I guess I haven't had as much evening work as I usually would, and that's Mm. part of why it hasn't felt like I haven't seen you as much, because we have had a lot of time together in the evening still. And I think part of it, too, is that you've been busy the last couple weekends as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So it's not as if I felt like, oh, oh, it's the weekend, where's my husband, he's at work. Like, I've been busy. Yeah, true, true, true. Mm. So, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. And even though I know you're tired and everything, I, I do feel like, and because we talked about it on here, like, I, I do feel like overall it's a good thing for you. I do. I mean, for now. Yeah, for now. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is definitely not a job for life. This is a no. temporary job. Yeah. Um, but I just think, I think it's better than not having a job and having to look for a job. Yeah, well, it's, it's a different type of problem. Yeah. And it's yeah. probably, you know, it was probably good to have a different problem than the one mm-hmm. I was having before. Mm-hmm. The one I was having before is basically having a lot of uh, spare time um, and no money. 
Um, and uh, the the problem is now is that like not having much time and being tired all the fucking time. Yeah. Because this is a big change for me. Like for the last three years, I've been working freelance uh, as a writer. And, you know, uh, I would work in a studio sometimes, but it was only about two to three days a week. And even then there were short days, there were five hour mm. days. So it wasn't intense. And uh, I had a lot of free time to write at home and do different projects. And that was great, but it was a very different stamina requiring yeah. environment. And now I'm standing on my feet for eight hours a day in a very busy place. Mm. Uh, surrounded by fucking kids because everybody I work with is like 10 years younger than me Um, but that reminds me sorry to interrupt you but like actually in some ways I feel like I see you more because now we have the same sleep schedule and so now a lot of times and it's nice we go to bed together and we wake up together whereas that had not really happened consistently before at all because you tended to be quite the nocturnal animal yeah so in some ways I feel like I see you more just because we you know see each other in the morning yeah (laughs) which didn't happen before which never happened before yeah so it's kind of nice to like start the day like seeing you you know even though it's just a little bit instead of just you know you, you lying there grumbling and me like being like ah, I love you like, ah. <laughs> you know it still happens sometimes but, uh, uh, yeah because I'm not a morning person and you weirdly are even though I'm yeah, I was just going to say, even though I'm not, it's just that once I'm up, I'm pretty much up. Like, I mm. would not call myself a morning person, but once I'm up, I'm up. Yeah, I think your brain kicks in quicker. Yeah. Whereas, like, I can be up, but it might be, like, an hour before I feel human. Yeah. At all. Uh, showers help, but, like, yeah. It's, um, I just hate the mornings. I hate them. Aww. Um, they're terrible. But don't you love waking up next to Nim? Well, of course, baby. But we could do that later in the day. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Whatever time you wake up, it's the same case. Yeah. Even when you sleep like as late as you want to, it's not as if you pop out of bed and like, hello, everybody. It's the same. It's the same situation. So, yeah. Like, and that's sort of my been usually my take on mornings and on getting things done and getting up. And sometimes you're like, oh my god, you're crazy. Why would you wake up so early to do yoga? Like, why would you wake up at six when you can wake up at seven? But I'm like, waking up at seven sucks. Waking up at six sucks. No, I may as well wake up at six. But you're going to bed at the same time. Yeah. So it's not as if, like, getting seven hours sleep sucks and seven getting seven hours sleep sucks. It's getting seven hours sleep sucks and getting six hours sleep sucks more. I, I don't I care what you don't say. I feel the difference in how much that sucks. I feel the difference throughout the day. Maybe maybe I do, too. Maybe I just have never really taken notice of it. Mm. Well, you're younger. You Like, the 30s haven't hit you yet, so... Oh, God. But I already feel, like... a feel my age when it comes to things like drinking like yeah well that hits you around now that hit me at 28 so yeah that hits you around now um but yeah it's it's been weird to me so i haven't worked a retail job in like 10 years my last job before freelance was uh working in an office doing um basically customer service over the phone and uh the difference between how I'm able to cope doing like eight hours of retail now as opposed to when I was 24 Mm -hmm. um, is staggering to me 
and really depressing in a lot of ways. Are you tired then, though? Are you just not remembering how exhausted you were? Like, because, like, when I did jobs like that when I was young, I was fucking tired. Like, like, yeah. No, like, like when I did, when I finished a day's work, I could have gone drinking and did go drinking regularly for another six or seven hours and then go do the next, do the same eight hours the next day with, like, five, six hours sleep yeah, on me. Yeah, I guess I was And, like, even just too. the idea of going drinking after work right now makes me want to punch somebody. <laughs> Like, I'm just like... Do they ever go out? Like, do the kids ever go out? Oh, they go out all the fucking time. Do they? Do they invite you? I I haven't really gotten a proper, like, invite. Because I... I I mean, I do think I'm a little bit... First of all, I'm married. Yeah. And when there's a bunch of 24, 23, 25-year-olds... They're all banging each other. They're all out to fucking ride. And, like, so (laughs) they're drinking to fucking socialize and to ride. And, like, I'm not... Drinking to ride. I'm not going to be included in that. Like, nobody's going to go, like, oh, invite him along, like, you know, so we can flirt I'm sure they would like to. But they are not allowed. I doubt it, but, yeah. I'm sure they would like to. uh, Yeah, but, like, they're they're not allowed. And so I think... I think I think I just not I don't get included in yeah. like their reindeer games uh, <laughs> because of this a little bit and I think part of it too is because they know like you know I've, I've been honest with most of them and they're usually surprised but like I'm you know I am 10 years older than most of them yeah uh, so I think part of that too makes me other where do they go out I'm just curious I, I, they told me some places I think Oscars is one of them okay um the pub across the road and then I think there's another place as well but I can't remember what the other place is and you never want to go out for a drink like not really I mean like not when I could just come home (laughs) yeah like yeah there's no and that's the thing as as well I'm not like out to ride somebody so like there's no motivation for me to go do it either totally I was actually just talking about that today to my therapist like how different my social life is now and how like I'm like fine with that but Mm. you know because when you're younger, like, I don't know, you were always in a relationship, basically, when you were in your 20s, but I wasn't yeah, until you. Yeah, but, like, I was reluctantly in my relationship sometimes, <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, but, like, when, like, my social life was so much about, like, get, you know, drinking and, like, hoping to go and meet boys. Yeah. And so, like, going out just doesn't have that appeal anymore at no. all. Like, and even when, even when I was in a relationship... I still wanted to flirt and be flirted with. And so that was part of the fun of going out for you, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, that is what I going wanted out to be is about. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't see, I mean, like, now I'll have a pint with a friend, but, like, I'll go to a quiet corner of a yeah. pub and have a chat. Yeah. You know, but it's, like, that's that's the only interest of going out to me is just chatting to friends. Right, and it's, I'm all, at this point, I'm, like, if I want to have a night and chat to friends, I just invite them over because, yeah. like, I would rather just be with my friends and, like, not all the other weirdos of the general public and, like, not spend, you know, eight euro on a glass of wine when I can spend eight euro on a bottle of wine. Yeah, like, being, yeah, broke has kind of been part of it for me, too. Yeah. It's just kind of weaning myself off the idea that, like, I can just drop, like, you know, 40 quid or whatever on a night out um but yeah and it's you know it's kind of it's, I don't know it's just been weird like, I've been very ranty this week I think you've noticed in the last like seven days or so I've been very ranty and raving and angry um and I'm still not entirely sure where that's come from in the last week or if mm. it's just been like the weather mm. or if it's just been me being pissed off with stuff uh, or like just you know working and being cranky and doing that sort of being thing. Tired and yeah. Um, but yeah, I find you don't get like that at all. 
Like, oh, you, thank you. Like, you're always just kind of like, yeah, work was, like, whatever. Like, you know, like, and it, were you ever like that when you, because you were a waitress for a year at yeah. a pub. Uh-huh. Uh, and you worked behind the bar as well. Yeah. Uh, for a little longer than a year, I suppose, if you include, like, you know, Dublin then as well, right? Well, yeah, I was a waitress for a year in Dublin. I mean, yeah, I was a waitress for a year in Dublin, and before that I was a waitress for a year in Long Island. And in Dublin, yeah, I was behind the bar a little bit sometimes as well. Yeah. So did you find when you were doing that sort of work, because now you're doing nicer work where you're yeah. kind of teaching and stuff like that, but when but, you... But that can still be stressful. Like Oh, it's stressful and tough, and it's, it's just a, it's lot, a well, different but, kind. It's a different kind. I mean, the thing that's stressful about that is when I'm when I'm teaching from 9 to 3 and then have an evening student every week and a Saturday morning student, that's just a lot of work because of all the lesson planning as well. So when I when you, you see me when I'm in the throes of that, I do get stressed out when I'm in, in the throes of that and I'm running on five hours of sleep every night and I'm yeah, working but from that's the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. They're extreme situations. Yeah, though. yeah. Like the other week when you were doing the uh, the teaching at, at, uh, the, the for the full week... Yeah, but notice I was grand that week. Yeah, you were grand that week, but then you didn't have many students in the evening. No, I did, because I had, well, I had Monday evening we had rehearsal, I had a Tuesday evening student, and I had a Wednesday evening student. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, but still, I had something to do, like, the first three nights of that week. Right, right. So, it's quite a bit. Yeah. But you're like, yeah, you said that that didn't bother you. What was the difference, you think? Um... Was the weather good for you? Like, did that yeah, bring you up your there, mood? Yeah, I think maybe. And just also just like chilling out about, because I've taught this course a couple of times now, and just chilling out about it a little bit, I okay. think. Not stressing so much every day. And just like, yeah, chilling out about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but thanks for saying that I don't get like that. But yeah, so you, you were saying when I was waitressing and stuff, I think it was like, there were definitely things that would piss me off and waitressing can be like fucking awful like it can oh be really i've never awful. i've never done it and i don't want to do it yeah but like you know at the end of the day when i was home i was usually happy to be home yeah but you think you, you were more kind of like you had less energy when you got home after the day one of those days well i would get home at five in the morning mm. so it's not the same it's kind of like you get home you go to sleep then you wake up in the afternoon and then you just have a couple of hours to yourself, and then you're back out. So, like, it was not a great lifestyle. Oh. It was not very sustainable. Working nights is terrible. Yeah, so, like, I would usually get home at between 4 and 5 in the morning, and then, well, this was in New York, not in Dublin. And then, like, that time was, like, very sacred, the time that I would get home, because no one else in the house was awake, and I would, like, order vegan pizza from Za and Wanta. Shout out to Za. <laughs> and, like, have a beer, and just, like, that was my me time, you know? Was the vegan pizza with vegan cheese, or just without cheese? A lot of times it was with vegan cheese, but a lot of times it was without, and they had lots of different variations of vegan pizza. They had, like, a vegan sausage and peppers pizza. It wasn't just, like, oh, we have, like, vegan pizza, and, like, blah. Like, no. Like, they were, like, dedicated to having, like, a amazing vegan pizza <laughs> so mad shout out to za how do you spell that z a all right as in pete za that is uh, oh that's awful it's just za yeah yeah was it apostrophe z a no because i feel like i saw a stupid sketch where someone was trying to make za happen <laughs> so hey man pass me a slice of za i feel like i saw that too uh but yeah it was just called za 
That would be terrible if that's what, like... Well, you can't you can shorten pizza. Like, it's not going to be pizzas either. Yeah, but, like, they weren't really trying to shorten pizza. Like, they, they weren't... I don't think they were really trying to make people call pizza za. They were just calling their restaurant za. Because you can't call your restaurant pizza. Like, za is a thing, though. You know, that's a separate thing. What is that? It's, like, it's some sort of, like, state enlightenment or something like that. It's, like, it's a good... Really? Oh, it's, it's a good Scrabble word. That's probably how you word. found out. Yeah, no, it is. It's 100%. Like, oh. I, I find all these scrabble words that drives so Darcy frustrating, crazy. frustrating because he'll just pull out these things it's just like a Q and a Y and he'll be like oh it's probably a thing and I'll be like there's no way that is a fucking thing. I mean a lot and of them we'll I know. And then we'll look it up and it will totally be a thing. A lot of them I know. Okay so uh oh Jesus I'm getting like weird so okay so uh, dictionary.com um has given me a couple different uh zaz. So the first one is slang for pizza, which I was like, that's, that's terrible. Don't ever do that. Uh, yeah, you don't need to have, you know, two syllables is fine. They're two easy syllables. They roll off the tongue. Zaz, the 17th letter of the Arabic alphabet. Oh. Um, and that's it. That's all it gives me. Oh, so. So funny. I think I was wrong about it. Yeah, I must have been wrong about the other thing. Oh, no, wait. Oh. Uh, it's, oh, it's the internet domain for South Africa. So if you're going to a South African website, it's something dot ZA, which I think is funny. I don't, I don't think that stuff should be acceptable on Scrabble, though. Well, I mean, slang, probably not. But the 17th letter of the Arabic alphabet. Are you allowed to use letters of other alphabets? Like I don't know, because if, like, if there's a word for the letter... Because we don't have oh, words for letters yeah, in our alphabet. It's, it would almost be like saying, like, comma. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Or like, you know, period. Yeah, apostrophe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think I think that's why it counts. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, so uh, I've, I've, we're going to wrap up now. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. So apologies, folks. We haven't been around for a little while. I have uploaded uh, interviews that I've done uh, with comic book artist PJ Holden and also with comic book writer Umar... <laughs> Umar bless you. Thank you. Uh, Umar Ditta. Um, and, uh, so they're up there. Uh, and I'm going to have more interviews, hopefully, uh, over the course of the summer. I know there's a bunch of people who I want to talk to uh, with that. Um, myself and Darcy will be at... Uh, Dragon Con yeah. uh, in Atlanta, Georgia this September, Labor Day weekend uh, so the end of August, start of September uh, so Darcy will be with me, she has no plans to be on any panels or anything like that <laughs> but she will be around uh, and um, I will be at Thought Bubble, Darcy will be there too yeah. so she's popping along with me to conventions this year uh, so Thought Bubble in Leeds uh, in England um, will be happening I think it's the 24th and 25th approximately of September so the last weekend of September and uh, that's kind of our planned schedule right now uh, to be doing things but uh, yeah I don't know if we've officially said that anywhere so that's yeah. that's happening you're going to be there with me so any of my buds who I usually bump into at those conventions, you'll get to meet my wife for the first time, yeah, most I'm likely. Yeah, I'm so excited to go to Dragon Con. Yeah, well, yeah. Level. I'm very excited for you to see it. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I really don't know how you'll feel about it. And I don't know if you'll start hating it halfway through. 
because uh, mm. it's an intense experience. It's, it's like there's like a hundred thousand people who descend into Atlanta. Yeah, but the thing is, I like um, one of my best friends, Mary Beth, is gonna be coming to Atlanta that week. She's we'll see. There. She, we'll see. She is. I don't know. I like the fact that she's already kind of like. Like, I'm not going to, like, this convention. I'm like, well, I don't know what else you're going to do with your time. Well, she didn't say she wasn't going to the convention. Well, she says, like, I might go to one day. Yeah, she no, but she means she will go. We've already planned what we're cosplaying and everything. Oh, you want to tell people what that is? No, it's a surprise. Okay. But, like, I've told you, like... She, yeah, she, I just... She, but I just... I don't, like, I, here's the thing. I don't know what... Because I, I... When it comes to friends traveling... Yeah. I'm very much like, it happens if it happens, okay. and we'll see if it happens. Okay. Because I know so many people who make plans to go do things, but then when they have to, like, buy flights, and, you know, book time off, and accommodation, and all that kind of shit, like, that they tend to go, like, oh, this is a lot of effort. No, but she's been thinking about all that stuff, and she was going to come visit us in Dublin this summer. And she's deciding to do this instead because it's actually so much easier when it comes to all those logistics. Right. So, so anyway, what I was gonna say was that I'm. I mean, I'm probably not gonna be hanging out at the convention the whole time. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm yeah, it'd be interesting to see where you go. I'll go to a pool somewhere, like. <laughs> well, they have them at the hotels. I'll just hang out at the hotel pool. Like. Yeah, but then you're at the convention. <laughs> oh, I guess so. Yeah, the whole the convention is in the hotels. Yeah, so. but do a lot of people hang out at the pool? Yeah. All right. Um, there's like when the pool in the Marius. Whenever I've been there, there's been actual mermaids. <gasps> so they've had the full fish fins and oh, they've been swimming back and forth in the God. pool. So I am. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah. Anyway, we'll 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 talk more about it as we get closer to it. But that's kind of our big adventure this year, and we'll have to record a podcast when we're there and stuff yeah. like that. So uh, there'll be whole there'll be, be be reports from a noob and someone who's yeah. been there for ten years. Uh, different different feelings about it. But anyway, all right. So that's us this week, guys. We're we'll back. We're back on the train. Um, there's nothing stopping us now. And if we can build this dream together, stand in strong forever, nothing's gonna stop us now. Alright. Bye, everybody! Bye!